Hey everybody, and welcome back to another all-new X's for Show, your premier live media reaction show where we, as always, are here to talk about your favorite nerd materials, but mostly comics. And as always, uh, I am so excited to be here. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Nico at Nico Action. That's N-I-C-O-A-C-T-I-O-N. And I'm TK. You can find me at XNateXGrayX. And... Look, I'm always excited to have an episode, right? Like, always. But uh, it's really cool when you've had an opportunity to, like, interview a creator and uh, you've had them on before. So, like, you need to set the table really nice. Like, I always used to say that I always want to keep one really nice set of china on display so the company always knows I'm saving it for someone better. And I feel like today that someone better is here and I'm breaking out the good china so uh without further ado i would love to bring in our uh our good china guest of honor i guess uh so jason welcome to the the show jason and then hey guys hey, hey nico hey tk thanks How's for having going? me thanks for bringing out the the the, the cool china <laughs> always always got to keep I'm that uh, tiffany blue right on display <laughs> let everybody know what's going on it's important now We've had you on the show before, mm -hmm. so this is, you know, a second outing, and I'm really excited because uh, this means we get to talk to you about some new stuff. We get to play some games, and yeah. uh, it's kind of like now we get to get the real real, right? Like, uh, we've done the the very, oh, welcome to the morning show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've done the deep investigation of your creative process and that type of thing, and we get to have some fun and just, you know, relax and get into it. Oh, we're going to find out the dark stuff today. We're going to know what you know about animated series. Oh, it's going to get it's going to get deep. That's okay. really where where you find out <laughs> who a person truly is. Yes. Now, uh, I am so excited to play this game with you uh, in a little bit. But the thing I'm, I'm most excited about uh, is I want to get a sense of what's been going on with you since you were last here. Uh, you know, you first touched our hearts uh, with your... Uh, Clearly, Madrox represented Madrox uh -huh. story, uh, where you touched our hearts and then duplicated and touched our hearts again, and then duplicated and touched our hearts again. And uh, since then, you've had like a, a really cool bunch of stuff uh, going on, and I'd love to know uh, all about it. I know we have a graphic of just some of the things you've been doing, uh, ready to go. Yeah. So there is uh, the Madrox and Strong Guy arcs, uh, the one where they're stranded on an island and one in space. Uh, the Generation X reunion, sort of, without Chamber. Uh, <laughs> Marvel Meow and, and Pizza Dog, which that has been a lot of fun because um, I got to just pick any fan favorite Marvel superhero for that Ooh, series and, and, awesome. and get to write and draw them for the first time. So that was pretty cool. But also I got, uh, I got to play around with cats. I, I got to draw cats, which was a lot of fun. And I, and I, I was telling my editor, Caitlin, that if, if I can make a living, just, just doing the series, like just, just put me on the series. Cause it, it was a dream. Um, oh yeah. This, this Wednesday is, uh, the <laughs> debut or the, the the release of Marvel Marvel Voices Spider Verse. And We're real stoked about that. So yeah, so I don't know if you know this about us, but uh, TK and I uh, 
have a weird relationship with spider characters. We're really invested in the MC2 universe and as such have read literally every page of it and talked about every page of it on this very show. And uh, that led us to reading every, every, every page of Spider-Verse. <laughs> because it's all going to count in the new uh, movie, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it started, we both just fell in love with Mayday Parker. And, you know, we got really into what it means to be a spider person after Peter Parker. And, you know, what it means to be inspired by him and in, in, in her case to learn from him. And, you know, then after we did all this MC2 material, we, we realized that there's so many other characters out there who are either in universe inspired by Peter Parker or creatively are inspired by Peter Parker. And, you know, people are making their own spider characters all the time. What does that mean? What does that look like? We just got so excited about it. And so, you know, it was so cool to see that somebody that we had talked to before that has done some stories that we absolutely love over the past year was going to get a story in this uh, new Spider-Verse book. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was psyched to see our name on it. I'm not sure how much you can tell us, but uh, I just, even if you can tell us how the experience was, I'd love to know that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I got the opportunity to, well, it was either <clears throat> tell a story of an existing spider character or create a brand new spider character in a, a, their own spider spider-verse and i, I thought has I, I, my first question to devin lewis the, the editor was like have we ever seen uh, a spider person trapped in a tv sitcom yeah kind of like wandavision in a way but uh more, more like like in a friend's setting um so I developed this character named Peter Park, who is uh, a token Asian character, uh, who's like just a supporting character in a TV sitcom, kind of like Friends, where uh, you know he, he he he's the friend of Anthony Stark, Norman Osborn, and Mary Jane Watson, and Pepper Pot Stark, and he's. Peter Park has, has witnessed a lot, like he's always been there for all their exciting events like weddings and breakups and uh, all that type of uh, life events. But the spotlight was never on him. Um, and the interesting thing is like the off camera, he's actually spider friend. He, he's the guy that's been protecting the city of New York, protecting his friends. He's doing all these amazing things, but his friends don't know about him, uh, about it, except for uh, the Auntie May, who runs the diner where they all hang out. I that love is this. So awesome! <laughs> I'm so excited to read this. And you know, I just, I, I really appreciate you know you saying that he's sort of like a, uh, the maybe traditional expectation of like a, an Asian character on a sitcom, but like that's been for me, the best part of spider verse, like the, okay, we've done, you know, we've done handsome white guy. Thank you. We've, we've done it uh, 74 times and it's great, but uh, it's the wealth of opportunities to reimagine the definition of the totemic value of Spider-Man, right? Like Spider-Man fits certain properties in order to be a spider character, which is how there's characters like Silk, Mayday, Aranya, who are not necessarily Spider-Man, Peter Parker, but they represent the like 
the systemic idea of what a Spider-Man is. He, number one, puts responsibility before himself. Number two, he has trouble with, like, basic tasks. Like, he's got some avoidance disorders. And uh, he's low-key kind of bitchy about everything. Like, not overtly, but everything is kind of like, oh, man. And, like, it's all very Tugboat McGuire. Um and like getting to hear somebody say, when I think Spider-Man story that hasn't been told, my mind goes to this metafictional iteration that is expressive of ways we see these tropes in other places in our world. I just think it really speaks to the idea of Peter Parker is the everyman. And we've taken that idea of the everyman and it can be mapped onto any man. I was going to say, but, now it is every man. Now everybody yeah. should get to be their spider person. That exactly. They, yeah. And every creator should get to have their spider person and show it to us. And that's really the exciting thing that's been happening that makes Spider-Verse so great. Exactly. And yeah. And identifiably Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Like, And so it's just great to hear that somebody that we think is great is grading over on Spider-Man uh, and not being grading. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I hope you guys love it. It comes out on Wednesday. And and, and f- from the words uh, Devin said about the story was, like, it's it's so heartfelt. It's so uh, – it, it's full of heart. And, and, yeah, and I hope everyone feels the same. Uh, they're going to be – you know, fr- from the premise that I, that I, that I presented, uh, you're going to go in and you might be surprised for something even more. Awesome. Well, We'd love and- to hear it. To hear you say that it's an emotional experience or a heartfelt experience, I think that's really, you know, kind of like your your and many of the writers you're in uh, sort of the same. Let's go with fixing comics coven. Um, I feel like your your guys witchcraft is very emotional. It is very the core of these characters something that we've joked about a lot is that you know marvel would never do something with this character because they've got to keep the status quo but that does mean that over the years we've built up all of these things that have never been addressed and i really think that you know part and parcel of your work and sort of the generational work on things like x-men unlimited has been acknowledging the things so many of us grew up with that we held on to like Mm -hmm. those were our moments (laughs) And like getting to extrapolate on those moments through canon has really been something that like I've felt I felt very respected by your work on characters. So that's really exciting because, you know, what, Jamie Madrox is an adult. He's not a boy anymore. And exactly. (sighs) But he's a messy adult. And, you know, we got to see though. We got to see that part, too. It can't just be like, oh, everything's perfect now. Oh man, I wish I could say more, but <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah, X Men Unlimited has it's 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 a really great series to dive into um, scenes out like that, that that are not of the status quo of, of you know the of, of what Marvel and DC usually comes out with. It's so you you get like a a great variety of. of emotional stories with with all these dc list characters and and that's what i love about it like when lauren amaro asked me uh to to work on the series and and uh she said yeah you can pick any characters you want and it felt very liberating to to have so much freedom with these characters 
with with their guidance, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think you, you know, totally nailed it on Generation X. I mean, oh, I, that's yeah. like in so many ways the story that all of us wanted and needed. And I think we were all expecting that it would either be an enormous series or nothing at all. And we'd all just kind of accepted nothing at all. But to get just like exactly what Nico was talking about before, just some acknowledgement and some moment where these characters all come back together again and just like even, you know, go out for a night of drinking and games. Like sometimes that's all it takes for you, the person that was a kid and these were like your teenage X-Men to be like, you know, life does go on but in kind of like a beautiful way and there there's so much closure in just like simple stories sometimes i just wish i, I could have had like one or two more pages for that because like yeah. there was so many things that i so many ideas that i had to cut out just for uh page restrictions well and like you know there's a difference between like jamie delano can't you know get it in the bubble and um sort of like just to use like a, a jimmy delano contemporary kind of grant morrison can't possibly get it in the bubble and like one of the things that i've really appreciated is x-men unlimited has never made me go oh christ i wish the editor had just said find a simpler way to say it there has been so much dialogue and there have been so many what feel like longer than i would expect stories but it's never been a slog i'm never like oh because like I, i'm not coming for anybody but 1978 look at me 1978 you could stand to be a bit less verboten you have guys like mobius and john Byrne, and you're covering them with the beautiful letters but i don't think i needed to see chris claremont do anything proverbially that many times in <laughs> anything but I mean, God bless him. But yeah, there there were times like, you know, panels where I'm just, I would skip because be, I, I see what's going on here. I I know. I don't need to I know read the this feeling. essay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. Now I want to ask like a. This is this is not maybe like the most artistic question, but I'm not just an artist. I'm a businessman in a lot of okay. ways. Like I think about comics as an industry, and. I think there is so much value in the industry putting effort into projects like Marvel Meow and Pizza Dog, which aren't here to revolutionize canon exactly. But one of the things that it's actually given me is in a, it's been a way to like, I don't want to say indoctrinate because that makes it sound a little, everybody come to the rooftop, but like, um, I mean, it like one of our contributors, Tori Sheehan, who is a comics professional. She's, you know, uh, a penciler on one of my comics. And like, you know, she's amazing. Getting her to read mainstream comics from the big two was hell on earth. Um, but saying, hey, check out It's Jeff. Check out Marvel Meow. Check out these sorts of projects. The versatility that they've offered and the dynamism that it's allowed something like uh, a simple, what could have been a time waster app to become an, a veritable communication channel between Marvel and the expectation of the readership. I would just love to know a little bit more about what it's like to work on a book like that, which, you know, I know I'm putting a lot of stock in what is essentially meant <laughs> to be like a lot of fun, but it's actually doing something to pull the medium forward a little bit. And I'm just so glad for it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 a series that is is very inviting to just the everyday fan. That exactly, it, you know, has a rough idea of who Hawkeye is, Kate Bishop, and you know, like not not many people have Disney Plus or whatever. But like, if but they they know of this character and and to write to tell a story in this series. Um, you, you want to keep it evergreen. You, so you want to get all the right essence. So you, you want to get give them just enough of, of what these characters are about. But really, you know, you're, you're telling a simple story of these superheroes dealing with cats in an everyday in everyday struggles. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that 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 adds to the fun of the of the series. I just I feel like comics are for everyone. And as a guy who writes predominantly superhero comics, I know I'm part of the problem, uh, but it's a, it's a medium, not a genre. And when we become so focused on the binary of is it or isn't it this exact one type of story, I just feel like we lose the plot a little bit. And seeing the versatility of the Marvel Unlimited offerings, uh, it's just been really nice to, you know, it was something we said a lot during the Pando, which was... I felt like someone kind of cared about me, as dumb as that sounds. Uh, I felt like Marvel Unlimited was there for me. I could pull up my phone and it felt like every day there was a new story. And uh, it it's really been a really great thing to see artists come up through there and then be in the printed books. Because, I mean, when we did New Mutants, I was like, and it was your name. And it was super exciting. Well... I think you're going to be very excited about some of the things uh, coming up on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, aside from the two new issues for Marvel Meow and mm-hmm. Pizza Dog, but yeah, there's going to be uh, two other projects, I'll say, that's on the horizon. Uh, one that is in coloring right now, it's, all, it's already been drawn, and, and it's, oh man, I, I'm so psyched. You, you'll probably, you might expect it next month. Nice. Yeah. And then the other thing, maybe uh, the month after, we'll see. But, Before the yeah. end of the year, right? That's as, as long. Oh as yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but no, it, it, it's going to be this summer for sure. Fantastic! That's exciting. And it's really always been interesting to me because just to kind of like jump sideways a little, I as much as I grew up on you know Claremont and you know the the high point of like Nicieza and Labdell and wade that like you know that generational shift into the 90s of x-men something that really stole my heart was as i mentioned you know jamie delano and grant morrison earlier uh vertigo and uh one of the books that defines my fandom is i have every appearance of john constantine ever wow <laughs> yeah it how many was, is that uh it's over 700 at this holy point holy smokes that's for sure that, that's it's, what five long boxes? Yeah, um, and it's because it's the original three hundred plus sixty plus forty two, so it's four hundred, and then that's Vertigo. So yeah, it's got to be around seven hundred at this point. Um, but like something that your work gives me is the intimacy of a Vertigo book, the the conversational ability to kind of sip and think on the idea. And is that like something that you seek to do? Do you look to kind of 
bend that medium edge a little bit? Yeah, it's, you know, like whenever I'm coming up with dialogue, I I always stress on the flow. Like it has to come naturally and it has to come out of the characters like at the right time, at the right moments. And and it's funny, like I was having a conversation with with Lauren Amaro uh, when I was like, pitching a story and I, I came up with this 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 line out of the whim and she was like oh wow like I love how grounded that is and it's like I just came up with it on the spot but I, I thought like it's it, it, but it's you know it, I, I have like a, a little you know comedic flair to it as well that that lightens um yeah because because you because you want to enjoy what you're reading at the same time <laughs> so yeah that's um some light, uh, uh, some lightheartedness. <laughs> no, I really, uh, man, I, I love this and I love getting to, to pick your brain a little bit because like, uh, yeah, I made the joke earlier that I'm coming for the, the deep stuff. Ha ha ha. You know, <laughs> I, look, this isn't exactly the Barbara Walters Dieter show interview, but like one of the things that I think you learn a lot about a creator is through their fandom. And um, I have this really formative memory of with a, a friend that I said that I felt like I could never be sure if Grant Morrison's run was specifically a loving tribute to Chris Claremont's run or kind of aggressively pissing on everything Chris Claremont had done since. And uh, I really wasn't sure the line there uh, and my friend was like, well, can't it be both? Yeah. Can't yeah, Grant Morrison be a fan and have opinions on a creator at two different times? And I was like, wow, because the thing that then Grant Morrison did was that unbelievable story where he used Sage and Bishop really well. And so even if he was critical of that time, you can express so much of the depth of your fandom in such clever ways, just by the way you talk about existing characters. And uh, it's been amazing to get to see you do that with characters that we love on the page, but I want to talk about some bigger characters too here. All right. (laughs) I'm really excited to do this. Uh, We've been playing a game, Bracketeering, where it's basically, what if we take a March Madness bracket and uh, we go a little wacky with it, right? We, uh, We have a little bit of fun. And uh, the reason it's a little wacky is because at the end of a March Madness bracket, you still have basketball player versus basketball player. Uh, at the end of a bracketeering uh, bracket, I'm just going to keep using that same example. It's the best example. It oh, wound wow. up the cast of Modern Family versus Batman. So it uh, you sometimes wind, <laughs> wind up with a... <laughs> just absolute nonsense. And we wouldn't have it any other way. And, oh, uh, man. I haven't seen the these screen caps for a long while. Like I forgot how cool Ghost Rider looks I back know. in the day. We've got some we've got some good art in this, and yeah, a, a lot of it really took me back. And so we uh, we came up with a list of characters who have never had their own formal animated series. They have had appearances on stuff, and I learned my lesson a little bit on what counts as an animated series. Listen to me well. Motion comics, you are not animated animated series. series. That's why we call you motion comics and not animated comics. 
anyway, I lost that battle. So uh, I changed a couple of things at the last second. But we have some really cool matchups. We're going to talk about some really cool characters if you're uh, game for it, Jason. Yeah, definitely. Well, then let's kick it off with two of our favorite characters in the entire world. Uh, neither Daredevil nor Ghost Rider have ever had a proper animated series. Uh, Daredevil being my fave boy and uh, Ghost Rider being like TK's fave guy out of nowhere. Suddenly now that's a thing. I don't know how that happened. Jason, um, where, do you, where do you stand on the devils? Um, I, I'd probably go... F- I mean, if, if we're going for like a f- them in a fight, uh, I, I my, my, my pick would be Ghost Rider for sure. I think Daredevil would, would put up a long fight, but... Uh, at the end, he he, you know, he's no match for Ghost Rider, and I think he he will even just just kind of forfeit in a way, and and know that Ghost Rider is you know they're, they're fighting the same fight, and and Ghost Rider is the one that will be able to uh, carry on. Hang well, on though, the question is. Oh, I also which... want to point out, I agree that he would get very punished, me daddy. Yes, very <laughs> much so, because that's his thing, but. Which one? Do, which cartoon do you want to watch? Mm-hmm. Which of these two do you think they've got to have okay. the, the next oh, got series? It. Uh, I, I think Daredevil would be yeah, a see, much I, more yeah. interesting series, to be yeah. honest. Especially the, the court procedural uh, routine. Yeah, like I, I think that, that would be pretty fun. And, I, Nico, I think your vote is uh, right over your shoulder, I don't think we need to to say a lot more than that. (laughs) Yes. And my face. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. You nailed it. Uh, Yeah, that was, that was a pretty obvious one. No, you know, I, I, we always do this with an odd number of people so we don't have any ties and we can just get it done. (laughs) Um, But I just want to say that with the insane wealth of ghost riders out there right now, it would be such a cool show. Robbie Reyes would be, Kevo, don't move so fast. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Reyes would be an incredible protagonist. Kushala would be fantastic. Uh, you know, we These can are push... all great reasons for second place. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we've got the first one in the bag, and it is, of course, going to Daredevil. Couldn't have possibly seen that one coming. So let's uh, lock that. We've, so I love this bracket system TK found. This is uh, – what's the name of the web, uh, website again? Bracket Bracketfights? Bracketfights.com. I haven't liked a grid this much since the Sphere grid in Final Fantasy X. Truly. It's uh, just such a fu- yeah, fun thing to move around. So, okay. Can I be honest? This one was originally not Punisher versus Captain America. <laughs> it was originally Captain America versus Black Panther, and oh. it was – Money on the table. What's wrong with you, Marvel? Where are these animated shows? And um, turns out Wikipedia and several of its wiki bastard cousins uh, all agree that the animated uh, motion comic is a full animated series. And it was produced by Reginald Hudlin, so I'm not going to argue. And uh, instead, I switched it to Punisher. Um which of these soldiers needs uh, an animated series more? Uh, I'm going to have to give it to the the badass from Brooklyn because... Um, really? Here's why. I love I love Punisher. I do. I do. I do. But here's, why it's, cool. gotta, here's why it's got to go to Captain America, right? Here's why I got I to gotta get my... Uh, 
my my Steven there because Punisher has nothing to offer a children's show. And I thought you were going to vote for Punisher. Never oh <laughs> no, no, okay. no I'm, with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, he doesn't have anything to offer a kids show other than that delicious bandana and um that really i would love it Kevo, you picked the best possible issue uh, image of punisher i really would love it if he was voiced by a, a really aggressive peter facinelli channeling mm. all of the aggression of having lost jenny garth someone else start talking please. <laughs> and punisher can appear in the captain america show getting beat up by captain america as he should uh, as I think is about to happen in the next issue of Punisher. So, you know, I, yeah, this is one of the great things about bracketeering is some of them are so easy and it's just, we're just done quickly. And some of them are just impossible and two choices that there are two options you never want to choose between. And uh, this is one of the easy ones. I do not want Punisher to have a TV show. I, in some ways, I'm like, I almost do want Punisher to have a children's TV show because I want to see how entirely unhinged that is. <laughs> Mr. He, Punisher cell block. <laughs> he only has like five range of emotion and they're all anger, like different levels of anger. One of them's probably like crying angry, but yeah, it's uh, like crying like angry, fake horny angry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, cap, cap all the way for cap me. Cap all the way. Uh, but just to, just to point it out, anything but these Liefeldian proportions for cap, please. Yeah. Um, that that little that little waist pinch is uh yeah he's cinched for the gods. <laughs> you want to see crying angry? Uh, I am pretty sure we are going to see that on uh, Friday when uh, Anitra or Sasha wins the crown. Is all I'm saying. Just a little drag race homosexuality there for you. Um, <clears throat> up next. How have neither of these characters in the age of the MC unification? ever had an animated series. I truly wonder. You know, Doctor Strange had that movie, Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme, and Captain mm -hmm. Marvel, uh, as Ms. Marvel, has seen some focus, and she saw some uh, tension in the wonderful Marvel Rising series, which put beautiful focus on a number of the amazing women of the Marvel Universe in animated format. But I do feel that neither of these fantastic characters have been given their time to shine. If this were, and I know this, I say it all the time, uh, if this were Wong versus anyone, the answer is Wong. But uh, it's not Wong. It's uh, Wong's boring friend. So, um, and it's not even the good boring friend. It's not even Clea. So um, <laughs> it's got to go Captain Marvel, who's always been my girl, even if she's kind of a space cop. I totally agree. Uh, and, and we also get to see Mystique more often in that series. Oh, yeah. Great vote. Mm. Uh, and, 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 you know, people like, you know, the members of S.H.I.E.L.D., like Valentina, I, th I think she was in some early, uh, she made some early appearances in Captain Marvel. So, uh, yeah, my, my vote's for Captain Marvel just because of the range of cast that she can have in the, the series. Yeah, I I agree I with the that, group. Yeah. I think it's got to go to Carol. Um, I, you know, I would love a Strange Academy uh, animated series, but... Oh, Jason, Doc you on Strange Academy would be crazy. Agreed. That would be like that would be like perfect level of fit on perfect book Marvel. But if I, if I had to pick Strange Academy or Captain Marvel, it's still Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. Okay, yeah. that's hot. 
Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I got to give this one to Carol. Uh, yes, she's a space cop, but she's a fun space cop. There, she's got uh, other things going on. I feel like you'd get a lot of cool character appearances out we'll of see this. More rogue. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, I you love know, your there's deep just, you, have, you have time to do silly. I mean, one of my favorites from our era of animated series is that Silver Surfer series that was just out there space opera nonsense. And I feel like Carol could give us some of that. Yep, I'm all about the the Marvel Cosmics. Mm-hmm. Bring me the Shi'ar Empire. Oh yeah, and there's that uh, crazy. You know, I gotta. Even if Jerry Duggan's X Men hasn't always been for me like the perfect fit with how I see an X Men title, right? It's always sought to be a creative force that pushes the X Men universe forward. It's always sought to be something different and. The way he's worked to bring this brood story together, oh, man. the way so he's good. brought in Typhoid Mary, the way he's bringing in Iron Man. You know, Jerry Duggan doesn't get celebrated enough for being what feels like a really great gamesman in manipulating pieces in sort of like a like a de, like a DeFalconian way. DeFalconian? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, DeFalconian. I like it. Yep. I and like I just, it. Yeah. <laughs> I just love those characters, so... <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. How? How have neither of these gentlemen had their own animated show? Yeah, it's really surprising. I, I, I would have thought uh, somewhere in, like, the 2010s we would have seen a Deadpool show. Venom I'm not, like, as shocked by. I feel like now is prime era for a Venom show. But, uh, yes, Kevo, Deadpool especially. Um, I think... We, uh, my, my vote is already there. I mean, I just, I think it could be so funny and so fun. Uh, this Alyssa Wong Deadpool series that's running right now for me, the has best damn book. perfect humor for a, an animated TV show that even it's, you know, it's one of those, uh, Alyssa Wong's humor is the type of humor that like, it's not for kids, but it's actually great for kids to be exposed to because it's yeah. not disgusting in a way that's going to rot their brains. But it's not so like dumb and kitty that it, it makes it inaccessible uh, to you know adults and people who would like to like engage with you know mature humor. Um, they would just do a great job, and they I mean they have been doing a great job on the comic, but that's like exactly what I see for this animated series. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards the uh, the outrageousness of, of Deadpool. Like, th- there's going to be some wild adventures with Venom for sure, but I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun seeing you know the the, the whole fourth wall breaking superhero, um, and, and he can just you, you can just throw in so many random guest stars in this because and, and every episode can be a surprise. It, it'll, it'll just surprise you and, and, and keep you watching. Uh, for for more, and I feel like there's something in the sort of recognizability of the characters and their performances. I think Tom Hardy is a, a likable performance and a beautiful man, and I don't think he transformed Venom because I don't believe the Venom he performs necessarily is a venom the comics are looking to adapt directly in so his venom sort of exists in its own universe attractively untouched 
by, you know, kind of like the bigger nature of comics. But then conversely, when you take a look at Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, it's just absolutely Marvel said, you know, early Deadpool's got some sexual abuse in his stories, has some like killing kids in his stories. Let's use this as like a really attractive reset point. For that reason, I'm actually going to say Venom. Um, wow. Fascinating. Because I feel like whatever Deadpool I get is going to be Ryan Reynolds, but I'm going to get something unique in Venom I won't be able to get anywhere else. Uh, that said, I would trade uh, any number of these potential shows for a Deadpool manga mm, anime. Yes. The Deadpool manga the Deadpool is manga is so good. My book of 2022. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was the best thing I read. Uh, the pop star Venom Magical Girl Kage is like the best Venom of all time. Yep. Sakura Spider is the best Spider-Man character of all time. She is absolutely my favorite. Yep. Uh, Deadpool manga all the way. Yeah. Getting a Deadpool anime adapted out of the Deadpool manga would be the dream. Life changing. Truly the dream. But, I gotta check that out. Oh my you god, you've got to. It's so good. Yeah, you must. It's so good. It, it was uh, published in Shonen Jump. So we're, uh... Oh, sweet. Wow. That's amazing. And like, it's got a, uh, it's got an All Might uh, guest spot. Like, mm. legit. Like, it's like a, it's a, it's a real thing. And it had to be imported. And like, it took two years to get here and stuff. That's crazy. And uh, <laughs> it has Thanos literally saying, dubstep is trash. Yep. <laughs> It's got some really good humor to it as well. That's yeah, that's another one. Like that's that's a good humor for Deadpool. Sure, it's why not, not? Just juvenile humor. I uh, I did get outvoted, but it's okay because I got outvoted by two brilliant gentlemen who know what they're talking about. So it's <laughs> so democracy. Now we got... Just mob rule set to destroy me. So now we got uh, Daredevil versus Cap. And I still know where, yeah, I know where your allegiances lie. Um, so, you know, I want to hear what Jason thinks. I'm I'm probably going to lean, oh, geez. Okay, well, there. okay, there, there's the court procedural where you will have, like, some guest stars like She-Hulk coming in. Or uh, there might be a case involving Thor or, or Valkyrie. You, mm-hmm. Cap, you, like, you, you, you have access to the whole Avengers roster uh anything goes really uh but i think uh, i don't know cap might feel a little bit vanilla to me compared to daredevil so i'm gonna go for daredevil solid choice daredevil's my choice i'm not a big cap fan at the end of the day uh i do see that you make a very valid point like once it's a captain america show it really makes sense for anybody to be there which is very cool for an animated series but uh daredevil's unique cast that would show up like i mean you're so right that it would be a court procedural show so you would definitely see jen walters at some point you could see any particular superhero being tried for a crime or you know like a hilarious episode where they're solving things through legal channels rather than Mm -hmm. battling it out there's just a bunch of good there so yeah i mean i think we got to give it to to daredevil dd way to be yeah um i i gotta go deadpool (laughs) um you sound so enthusiastic 
No, because this one's hard because there's I don't think these are comparable. You know, they're like, not. Yeah. Deadpool is something that they're I get like a Batman lot. versus Modern Family. Yeah. <laughs> Two different feelings here. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, this is where you can, you can enjoy both. It's it's like, mm-hmm. you know, when people ask me like my favorite Star Wars film, and it's it's always depends on my mood at that time when you ask me that. It's like if I if I want like a, a good ending, I mean, or, or or just a fulfilling like heartwarming ending that I, I I go for Return of the Jedi. But if I want like like a good beginning, middle, and end, that's A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if if I'm just feeling very dark and broody <laughs> brooding I, I'll, I'll go for empire strikes back uh now for captain marvel and deadpool i, I think there's a lot more range in a captain marvel i mean like it won't be as zany as deadpool but i think um it will offer a lot more um dimension compared to deadpool where it's gonna be i don't know i think i think no, he's right i think but, i, I think i you swayed me. You swayed but, me. I got, you know, as I as I say this, because the thing about comedy is, it's like it can be like really laugh out loud funny, but then there's going to be some moments where it's going to make you like really like guttural, like just just very sad. You know, it like the saddest Futurama episode, like mm. it can hit that spot. You know, yeah. I totally see that. Okay, but you switched me over so, to I don't know. Captain oh. Marvel. You, you switched my vote. You did. Uh, I was like Deadpool, but now I'm, yeah. I'm Carol. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm voting Deadpool. So, you know, we got one for Carol, one for Deadpool. Jason, you got to break this tie. I mean, I do like to see the Marvel Cosmics, but you could probably see them in Deadpool as well. You sure but... could. <laughs> mm. Deadpool can get into space real easy. Yeah, you know what? I would probably go for Deadpool. God. I'm not a Deadpool kind of fan too, but here I am. <laughs> you, you wind up in these positions where you're like, I mean, it's a binary. It's left or right. I just got to commit. It's commit. Yeah. Okay. It's Deadpool. We oh, always man. knew it would come to this. Uh, it's got to be Deadpool. And, oh my God. Daredevil. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I, I just, I just put my brains leak out. Uh, it's got to be Daredevil. Um, Deadpool has a lot to offer to an animated show, and I, I'm very engaged in it. But, you know, something that maybe Daredevil gets a little bit less credit for than he deserves is he's a swashbuckler, or he's a ninja, or he's a crime book, or he's kind of got like a Western feel, or he's traveling around Europe, or he's locked in a prison cell, or he is any number of places you know daredevil is such a versatile character you really can get so much out of him and not that you can't get the same out of deadpool but uh with daredevil you can do it with a whole lot less people offended yeah i agree sorry go ahead no uh i mean i i i I find yeah daredevil is like no matter what like all, all those settings that that you've uh uh, listed Nico, uh, like he's such an interesting character. Uh, more like more than Deadpool in a way. I, uh, uh yeah, my, my, my votes for DD. Okay. Uh, that means I get to vote for Deadpool with a clean conscience. My thing about it is like, I think the Daredevil show, uh, has more chances to be better 
and the Deadpool show, there's like a 75% chance it's just going to be kind of too silly and too stupid. But like I said, you know, some of the ways that Deadpool's being written lately, if that's the type of humor that we get for the uh, Deadpool show, it would be one of the best animated series ever. Um, and yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, there's a lot of ways that you can write a Daredevil show that are going to make it really fantastic. So champion for part one, Matt Murdock. And I just want to point out Kebo saying Dead, uh, Daredevil show with Deadpool is the wacky sitcom neighbor. Yes. Uh, as they both <laughs> dated Typhoid Mary, the most unbelievably cool character in the universe. Um, I think, uh, that kind of works. And, uh, then there's the fact that uh mary is joining the x-men basically very exciting can't get cooler than that right (laughs) okay this one was tough i was like there's never been a version of the x-men in animated series without wolverine if there are so many versions of x-men without wolverine and there's never been an alpha flight series that's that's crazy to me like Alpha Flight is, uh, you know, earlier producer Kevo jumped in to say he would go with the Doctor Strange show over the Carol show because of the value of magic. I can't think of a book that would be cooler, like seeing Talisman and Snowbird and Shaman and Sasquatch. Those are cool characters visually. Aurora and Northstar are going to get their due at some point just because, you know, muties. But like the rest of Alpha Flight deserves love, too. Yeah, I'm here for an Alpha Flight show, man. I um, we've gotten a lot of X Men shows. They've had a lot of time to get it right. There's another one coming out. I'm I'm rooting for them. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know even that an O five show would, uh, you know, like Deadpool. If it was exactly right in every way, it would probably yeah. be amazing. But if yeah. it's even a little bit off, it's just going to be like, okay, another FNX Men show. But Alpha Flight, right off the bat, could just be like animated Twin Peaks, and it could be so cool. <laughs> right away. I, I like that you've uh, titled as titled it as Young Alpha Flight, not just Alpha Flight. And I think it's it kind of reminds me of uh, Wolverine and the X-Men in a way. And, yes. and like And... You know, Elf like needs more time in a spotlight, and, and yes. this would be a great opportunity for us to get to know more about them to a new audience. So, yeah, especially, hey, I'm Canadian. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I would expect you to, to vote for your people. I, I, I didn't want to like, throw that, my actually. bias, but yeah. <laughs> I did forget that. Uh, I just uh also want to put out there and this is so dumb but it came up a million years ago uh i do think that we need a polynesian team yes uh, and they should be aloha flight and <laughs> uh the thing that i now need is i need uh sasha colby to be their new vindicator yeah um, sold sold just like you know uh just i'm putting all my i'm officially committing uh not that anybody asked but bracketeering friday's drag race finale uh, i'm all in on sasha colby uh, Anitra, too, but Sasha Colby, girl, it's all you. You got to pick one at the end. That's you know, that's why you could never be RuPaul. That's why I could never be RuPaul. <laughs> one of many reasons I could never cinch my waist like that. Um, she's a queen. Okay, up next, the, the Young Avengers versus Power Pack, and I just want to uh, point out, I had to work hard to find that image of Power Pack. Yeah. That is the closest thing to Power Pack being adapted. It is from Superhero Squad. Mm-hmm. It is 
a certain level of punky little brat stall that I don't love. But yeah, that's a real it, rough animated animation style on that show. Uh, and the closest thing that we got to Young Avengers is Cassie Lang appearing in an episode of Earth's Mightiest Heroes and the next Avengers, which I love next Avengers and I love that Bendis used them. I thought this was one of the unsung gems of the Marvel animated lineup. Still stick by it. Think the kids are cool. Uh, think the designs are cool. I love when artists are given a chance to design, just design, design all day for me. Just draw other versions of stuff. I'll give you all my money. Just mm -hmm. draw, just draw art is so cool. So, but yeah. Are we talking about who are we talking about for this? We are Young talking, Avengers. Yeah, we are talking about the you know Wiccan, Hulkling, uh, Novar, Kate Novar, Bishop. Yeah, uh, Kate Bishop. Prodigy. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. I just want I wanted to make sure, and then you know Cassie Lang in that's in the picture right there. Um, and meanwhile, the the names for the Power Pack kids escape me so i'm gonna go for our young adventures alex power, so cool. katie, power, katie uh, boy 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 alex boy one and julie. boy two alex 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 julie. julie katie katie peter the one that becomes the horse yeah what was it franklin richards uh, a member or uh... he was their friend okay as a friend yeah, but you I'm, say I'm he's just a friend. So um, there, I would really love uh, Franklin Richards singing that to his mutant gene. So um, <laughs> Jack, good lord, two J's. Jack Power, Alex, Alex, Julie, Jack, Katie. And I then use one of those whenever my phone dies. <laughs> Power Jack, not Jack Power. Come on, um, Jack Power's the guy from Twenty Four. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, you know, I don't, I, I think I'm probably going to lose this, but my vote is for power pack. Um, really? I just, I want them to have their new day in the sun. Um, I, I think there is something to be done with, uh, a, a weird family, uh, kid book and, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about the Young Avengers anymore. I just I feel like they're all on their own journeys and that's great. Yeah, I can't I can't watch a power pack show. I just can't. <laughs> okay. That's fair. I don't know if it'll uh surpass a, a you know, a, a first season. Yeah. No, I don't think it can. <laughs> so I think are we are we going Young Avengers? We're going Young Avengers. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is almost done. We're in, a, we're in our final stretch. Okay, so this one, uh, this one is a, kind of a stretch. It's the New Warriors versus the Midnight Suns. Now, the New Warriors did appear in one episode of Ultimate Spider-Man, and the Midnight Suns have appeared in a couple of prequels uh, to their video game. I'm just going to show my bias. Midnight Suns to death. That's Robbie. That's Nico. That's Wolverine. That's Blade. That's Ileana. That's Wanda forget it that's too much awesome midnight suns all the way yeah i always find you know especially after the events of civil war and 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 seeing you know, reading some of the um issues of new warriors with jubilee in it like they, they've always come up like I, I always find them as very sus like i i can't trust them like i, I don't know uh this is there <laughs> midnight suns badass cast it, it, 
Uh, um, yeah, that's that's my vote right there. Robbie, Logan, Tony, Blade. Is that Danny? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's an original character named Huntress, who okay. is unique to the Midnight Suns game. Uh, she So there's a bunch of X-Men in the expansion. Yeah, um, Storm is going to be in it. I'm really hoping go. that with Danny joining uh, the new Torn Grunbeck book, who you know what a what a rising star Marvel has like put so much energy behind for the last couple of years, and she deserves it. Uh, her Valkyrie is insane. Her Punisher is so good. Yep. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing her Realm of X. Yeah, absolutely. Do you do you follow her on TikTok? Because like she had like she showcases like she she has the best house like she's got a, a great office setup and it's it's i think she lives in what she, she lives in norway is it or, i would or, believe I it follow her on tiktok but i i don't i and i know exactly what you're talking about but it's, i don't know where she lives it's just a very majestic site she's got like this this like floor to ceiling library and and like it, with the you need a ladder to to reach the top shelf and it's yeah it she's just got a a wonderful setup to write her fantastic comics. It's amazing. Uh, I love that. I love yeah, it. And I'm excited for Realm of X. Uh, my vote also, by the way, is for Midnight Suns. Uh, the new warriors are so weird, man. I don't know what the point of them is. I was super excited for that series that was going to come out with the young new warriors that all had like ironic Gen Z names, like safe state space and snowflake. Uh, I'm sure that would have gone terribly. <laughs> I thought it like, uh, you know, I thought somebody was going to knock that out of the park and be really ironic and great midnight suns all the way for a good time. Always, you know, magic I'm darkness. Thrasher, watch me skateboard. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> oh gosh. 2099 versus MC two. I don't care how uncool this is. MC two. Yeah. 2099. We... It was just like sewer grit. We we put this up there just so we could vote for MC two and we could put put MC two in the running. Thank you, Kevo. Um, you know, <laughs> we have it's talked for dozens upon dozens of hours about the entire MC two. I mean, this you know the fact that we could have Mayday, the fact that we could have uh, Wild Thing, J two. There are so many great characters that would come out of the MC two and be perfect for a cartoon uh i can't think of anything better jason i'm sorry uh that we just outvoted you already <laughs> i would love to hear your thoughts on these two universes i really have no opinions on on either of them uh but i mean seeing how cool wild thing is uh leads my vote to mc2 uh yeah because I've, I've never read a single comic from any of the worlds but yeah, wild thing looks cool. We'll take it. We love it. We are. Uh, we're gonna take the win. We're the we're the hottest kids in school. We're the MC Tooniverse, and uh, <laughs> we're here to win. So, I will say though, it's it doesn't look good for MC Two to win overall. <clears throat> uh, I I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Let's let's get through this. Let's find out what's happening here. Let's bracket out. So, Young Alpha Flight versus Young Avengers. Young Alpha Flight, come on. They young need Alpha their Flight. spotlight. I think it's Young Alpha Flight. I, I do you know, too. how many teen cartoons do we see every year 
You know, the the Young Avengers are the quintessential, you know, they put them in high school or whatever. But like I said, the Young Alpha Flight shows, it's it's going to be like twin cartoon Twin Peaks. And I think that uh, I'm really excited about it. And I want the Snowbird all-white episode. Yes. Just some really good narration. Uh, I, I, just wars, to, uh, I just want to see... Uh just canada and like on television and 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 not yeah and i and i think there would be more wise to like not put like the stereotypical canada uh you know especially with like uh movies like scott pilgrim and 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 the the upcoming scott pilgrim animated yeah. series like we're like i want to see like just just more grounded locations set in canada and and alpha flight that's that's a great opportunity for it fully agreed so next up it's midnight suns versus mc2 um i think a midnight suns show would be a lot of fun um i worry that an mc2 show would get kind of hokey and kind of silly and a little too self-contained yeah if we're asking what i would rather see i would rather see an mc2 show what do i think has more commercial viability and ability to succeed within the uh, very competitive animated slate. It's got to be Midnight Suns. Yeah, I mean, I basically agree. Like I said, it's it's what I'm really thinking about is uh, what are the chances? And chances are the MC2 show goes badly. There is a minute chance that they get it right, and it's really cool and kind of like off kilter and weird and fun, and gives us a, a different look at a slightly different marvel universe in whatever way uh but midnight suns man uh, you know dark fantasy is one of those genres that marvel has really been building up brick by brick slowly over the last like 10 years especially and i keep seeing it get better and better and uh the idea of a midnight sun show excites me a great deal and it's bank yeah yeah it's got a killer cast and uh i, I don't really play video games but uh i mean when you mentioned that storm is going to be in it i'm like yeah. yep that's that's another <laughs> that's and, the nail in a coffin right there yep and it's nico from the runaways tv show playing nico again as oh, a fascinating guy whose name is nico and uh definitely it's the nico representation you've always needed <laughs> kind of she's the best i love her so much i'm not saying i took my name or anything uh, it was a good synergy so last up, it's uh, Alpha Young Alpha Flight versus Midnight Suns. Young Ooh. Alpha Flight. This is actually yep. really easy for me. Um, wow. Okay. I, because like this is gonna sound so stupid, and everyone laugh at me really fast because it's funny. But um, when I go to Epcot and I see Canada in Epcot, and I'm like, this is literally the tourist laugh in your face version of Canada, and I'm like. This is more than I like because when I think of Canada, I think of filming location and I think of like the poutine challenge on Top Chef. Like, <laughs> and I, I mean, like, I think of like beautiful country, I think of you know, uh, aggressively uh, progressive government looking to take care of its people and right past wrongs. And I think about a country that has sought to do better by generations of people going forward. Like, you know, I think about a lot of really good things about Canada, but like. So much until I was like in my 30s was wasted on me to understand the indigenous peoples of Canada's iconography, the the beauty of what 
Canada's indigenous people have to offer in terms of storytelling tradition and the beauty of their their mythology. And I've just never gotten to see it before. So it's it's a no-brainer for me. I will gladly take the potentially beautiful interpretation of Alpha Flight over the whatever fake Anglo dark magic they come up with for Midnight Suns. Respect. Yep. You, you've, you've, uh, yeah. You, you said it, actually. Uh, I... In me, in me, uh, for those that don't know, CBC is the Canadian broadcast channel. Um, and I don't, just, just something about it would just make it feel very homegrown to me. And, and I, I feel that they would, um, really make sure to, you know, hire, um, people that come from, you know, that, that offer different voices, especially with the diverse cast as Alpha Flight. We, we want to make it, we would want to make uh, a show with these characters very authentic. Uh, I mean, I'm already assuming it would be Dan Levy as the gayest North Star ever. <laughs> uh, well, you can't do it because he's not French Canadian. You can we... pull off the accent. Yeah. So oh. here we come to our final matchup. Uh... <laughs> this is, this is, uh, we always get here. We always get to an actual tough one. So there, there's your reality of of um, a show that would actually happen, yeah, and a show I would want to see happen, yeah. And I'm gonna go for uh, Alpha Flight, the show I would want to see happen. <laughs> I'm gonna go for Daredevil, the show I would want to see happen. But, 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 it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's this is one where I'm like, I'm like, if for whatever reason Daredevil could not onerous responsibilities is the winner um and young alpha flight with wolverine had to step in and finish daredevil's reign i would gladly accept um queen alpha flight long may she reign well i'm the tiebreaker here and when it comes down to it i think i gotta go with young alpha flight Yes. I, I respect it. I really do. Uh, yeah, you know, I just uh, a you guys sold me on it earlier, and b uh, I think it's just I think it's going to be a really cool show. So, and I like that we're like winner. it's going to be great, you guys. Yeah, uh, the, the show that exists is going to be super good, and uh, I know that. So, you know, wow, that's such a big target over Matt's face. You'd think Wilson <laughs> Pills could put it there. Jesus. Uh. Oh, that's well, a statement man. right there it really is man the punisher is so happy to see that you know i do think this tells us something really interesting about what we're not getting from marvel in terms of animated slate and like yeah. uh what we love it doesn't say a place where marvel's failing per se it says a place where the fandom has created so much room for so many cool things that there is room for more amazing stuff uh, I I'm really glad to see Alpha Flight one actually like it it warms my little it warms you know the cockles of my little Alpha Flight love and heart because uh yeah it's a team that just never gets respect yeah they're a really cool team um I think that there's a ton of potential there uh and you know if you want to be really markety about it, it they would have Wolverine so you know it's gonna you know it's gonna do gangbusters uh as a 
fellow Canadian, uh, to the Alpha Flight. I'm going to accept this award on Please, your behalf. Yes. Uh, by the way, like I am excited that they're going to get their own uh, title yeah. uh, from Fall, Fall, uh, Fall of X. It's so exciting. I'm curious about their new direction. Yeah, and I want to know who's on it. This is always like one of those guessing games where like, it's so weird because when you hear about these books that do and don't exist or like, you know, could have happened or the, the run that was almost or, you know, you get these these ideas and you wind up building up what could have been so much more than what is, right? Because the possibility contrasted with reality is always going to be stark. Uh, but there's sort of nothing for Alpha Flight that they could do right now where I would find myself disappointed as long as it's still true to the notion of alpha flight uh they just they need a minute they just, they, they need that moment mm -hmm. well i think this book is going to be uh the the next step in that process for them so let's hope for good things fingers it, crossed fingers crossed for alpha flight getting what they deserve uh which is uh, a good run you know because for one second alpha flight has turned out so many superstars yeah like alpha flight has turned out so many hits in other books characters that go on to be massive like sasquatch and everything but also daredevil uh at one because isn't like um samson is currently yes sasquatch yeah so weirdly. the sasquatch power is now still in the universe yeah Aurora in X Factor, among other things like Weapon X, uh, North Star in everything X Men that isn't you know occupied by Iceman because you can't have too many gays together. There's going to be a daisy chain. Um, you know, you've got Vindicator, whose visual is the standard for creating a flag based for whatever that's worth. Um, iconography i just yeah. i don't know i think alpha flight is just one of the best books marvel doesn't know what they've got with sometimes and don't forget the lovable puck we love we, puck. we have uh, agreed on this show a couple <laughs> thousand times that puck is like one of the hottest guys in marvel <laughs> uh those dimensions like any guy whose neck is thicker than his head <laughs> boy's getting it um and all said and done uh, whether it's Alpha Flight being awesome or the titles that we had a chance to talk to uh, that you're working on that we know about and uh, some excitement about some stuff coming up in the next month or two. You know, Jason, one of the things that's been really cool is getting to see your time grow at Marvel because, uh, dude, I, you know, it's it's I mean, I'm not telling you your story, but like you started as like a magical fan page <laughs> like that's. That's actually the dream. the dream man and so like just getting to talk to you is it's like kevo says we love an underdog uh and you know that's what alpha flight just did and i feel like you know you came from being a fan comic to having fans of your comics and that's just the coolest and it's just been so great to see your career grow oh thanks guys like i'm a fan just like you guys and it's you know it's just great just nerding out together on a on a monday night and just just talking about just Marvel, uh, or just comics in general, uh, guys. I mean, I'm just gushing. <laughs> well, and that's how we feel, man. And so, but more importantly than anything, you know, we've talked a lot about your amazing work. But where can everybody find your amazing work? Um, I mean, you, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Jason Lowe Makes Comics and Twitter 
rebel underscore L-O-O. Uh, I got a lot of things down to pipeline with Marvel right now. Like th- there was this month, actually it's still going on where it's like, I- I- I've been working on like five projects that's, Five projects at the same time while maintaining my full-time job, uh, which has been nuts. But uh, most of that heavy lifting has been lightened. And uh, some and half of that has been already announced. So, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to, to see what's coming up this summer. That's well, so exciting. We can't wait. Especially you know, Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, May, I, I got to write a, a team up with uh, the new... Iron Fist and, and Daredevil in a backup story for uh, Daredevil issue number eleven. Oh right, the um the uh the backup stories that oh man, there's like six or seven of them, right? Yeah, yeah, Something oh like that's that. yeah, so exciting. I that's did not awesome. realize. Uh, oh man, that's amazing because like as like a as like my my office is literally covered in Daredevil stuff. Uh, you know, you can't tell from the background that is Daredevil stuff, but um. You know, I'm. I just think Daredevil is like. He represented as like a sick kid growing up the ability to be better and to rise above, and that's why I do Daredevil's The Billy Club uh, with Tori Sheehan, where we take a look at every issue of Daredevil. So, uh, you know, it's something we do, and just seeing how far you've come at Marvel is so exciting. And man, uh, every project you announce, we'd love to have you. Uh, tell us all about and have you on as often as we can so you can uh, keep that word going. For sure. I'll be happy to come back, especially, you know, uh, when they announce a certain project. Uh, uh, we can talk more about that. <laughs> Actually, two of them. But yeah, maybe, maybe in the summer, uh, I would be happy to talk about my whole process <laughs> from yeah. from uh, from those projects. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, just know that we're ready for that artist edition. We will be your IDW. Uh, we have room for your serpent pages. We will. We want to hear that process line by line. Oh, so, thank you. Uh, Jason, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, TK, uh, best host in the world. Uh, we got anything else that we should uh, throw out there? No, I think this is our wrap up for tonight. Uh, you know, uh, it's great to know that the animated show that we are most looking forward forward to from Marvel is Alpha, Alpha Flight. Flight. Yeah, it's going to be um, really good. And uh, remember, if you guys want to check out more amazing stuff, check us out at Excess for Show on all your socials and uh, here on YouTube. And uh, you can check out, and I'm just going to do it one time, just for one second. You can check out my Glad Award winning story in this anthology. Yes. Uh, I'm in. Uh, super exciting super excited uh, thank you so much so and you. you can check us out on Sunday covering Drag Race uh, season 15 finale but okay Jason so uh, I think I'm looking Wrong up way. in the right other way Jason so listen we check this thing out right it's the wildest thing I, I google what are some TV shows dudes should watch to podcast about and uh, I get some really stupid answers but I get this one that I have to check out and it's on Amazon Freebie, and it's called Jury Duty, and it's eleven people are actors, but they're like like really good improv kind of character actors, and one guy has no idea that they're all actors, and he just thinks he's on a normal jury duty case that's being filmed for a documentary. Oh my god, that's very Nathan for you. Yes. And, yep. And uh, it's actually like the only bit of direction it seems they were all given is never make this guy the butt of the joke 
uh, always make him feel involved. And it literally is just like James Marsden being like, I'm actually a very famous actor. I can't be here right now. Like it's, it's so we're covering this on Sunday. Everybody should check out this show. It's on it's Amazon. A great show. It's well worth your time. Uh, yeah. It, it's um, a good laugh. We will be talking about oh, that and Drag Race on Sunday. And then uh, this week, we will find a time to do our comics cast. It will probably be on Friday. Yeah. But going forward, we will be doing comics on Wednesday evening. So look for that in the future. Absolutely. We'll be covering everything Marvel drops on Wednesdays on Wednesdays. Yep. So it's going to be a same-day service. Uh, all right. I'm getting out of here. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you guys so much. Uh, so remember... Keep your lights lit. Keep your gateways open. Uh, remember, drag is not a crime. Comics are awesome. Uh, Jason Lowe makes amazing comics. Check him out on all of his amazing social medias. Uh, Kevo makes the best graphics. What an amazing producer. Uh, TK, coolest co-host in the entire world. Couldn't be more grateful. And uh, I'm Nico. That's a neon daredevil. And we'll see you. Bye. Have a good night. Like and subscribe. I meant to say that like during the thing, but you should definitely like and subscribe. It's important. Thanks. I'm going to go now. <laughs>